0: E. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com.
2: Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It is episode 75 of the Principal PLN podcast. If you are a principal in the last final days of the school, you're finding time to listen to this podcast, then congratulations to you because the three of us have not found a time that we can podcast together. So this podcast will be different. We are going to vox our way through it and hopefully get all of these voxes together to make a podcast so that you actually have one from us because some of you are wondering if we're alive or not. So welcome to the new format of the podcast just for this one until we find a time to collaborate. So Spike and Teresa, I know you both are just trying to survive. I, I am as well. I'm actually voxing you from the baseball park right now, hoping that um, some kid doesn't scream out for a minute so I can at least get this box in. How's it going, guys? Well,
1: Jessica... I am uh, uh, just trying to finish up the school year as well. I'm currently trying to cook dinner and put my kids to, well, showering the children. And uh, this, is <laughs> this is what this has come down to. If any of these principals are listening in the last little bit, hopefully you'll laugh. And uh, you're probably doing something similar while you are listening to this, I would be willing to bet uh, this last week has been crazy. It's going to continue to be crazy. I feel like we have field trips and awards, and um, our middle school kids were at Physics and Math Day at Cedar Point today. And uh, I'm just we're just trying to to get everything set and figured out, and just make sure everybody's on the same plan. We're we're implementing a new program for next year that we're starting at this day meeting next week so i've been working on that with the person who's humbly helping me implement it and just going 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 it's insane spike what about you
3: hey everybody um so this is a different format and I'm really excited about it. Um, although I do like spending time with Teresa and Jessica on Saturday mornings, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be setting some things up this summer. But, uh, you know, since the title of this is, I will survive, I'm trying to reflect on, you know, how I'm exactly, uh, surviving. I think part of it is, you know, for me, I'm coming to a new school. I started in, uh, March and, um, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts. It's a it's a much bigger uh, school than I was at before. Um, it's a middle school as opposed as at an elementary school. So it's really been an awesome opportunity for me to be you know working on my uh, different aspects of leadership. Uh, we continue to get presented with different problems. So to say that everything is established and I could just finish the year out would be an understatement. I heard you talk about field trips and award ceremonies and things like that. I've had to do my fair share of planning and replanning and updating things as we go along the way. So definitely, you know, at the point where, you know, we still have quite a bit of time left. Um, We go all the way till, I'm sorry, till June 15th. So we have plenty of time and uh, just trying to make the time go well. I'm not a big fan of countdowns or people getting excited about going on to summer break because I think that sends a message, a bad message to the kids. Um, so I'm trying to, um, you know, stay mindful and and take each day as it comes along. In fact, even this week, we still have uh, state testing to do. Our uh, eighth graders will be taking their uh, state you know, science test. So we, we still have a lot of things to do. I will say that... Um, during this time as a school leader, it's tough to really balance everything and then also to stay connected and um, read and blog. And so I've really just focused on my school blog and um, really haven't been worried too much about my personal blog. And it has been difficult to to check check Twitter and, and, and Facebook and uh, Voxer to try to get a chance to learn when we're just really surviving so I'm really excited to see though How this goes as we put it all together because Teresa is a she is a um, I was gonna I was trying to say she's marvelous with this stuff I was gonna say she's a maven, but I'm, it's not really that's not the term that I was using maybe magician I don't know how she's gonna put all this together. It should be interesting.
2: Well, we go to school until June 2nd is our last day for students and then our staff are still on June 3rd. So we have all sorts of, you know, the typical end of the school year business going on of, you know, finalizing budgets for next year, which that has been difficult because we still have a uh, deficit to figure out. Um, I'm fortunate that we're not laying anybody off, but I definitely have some um, staffing changes that are happening. So that drama has finally ended because everybody was, you know, worried about who's going to be moved because nobody was volunteering for it. So I had to make some decisions to move people. And um, that can be hard because, you know, know people think that you're um just willy-nilly making decisions throwing names up in the air but I really spent a lot of time into figuring out who would be the best for this position who would be the best for that one and working together as teams so um I I think it went well but again those are just you know uh, kinds of decisions that we make that can seem that so can just be challenging, but I'm glad to be done with those, and I hope that my domino game is done being played of staff that move, and um, you know, we've got lots of end-of-the-year fun things that happen, like we have a walk we have our last day of school picnic, we have, there's a bunch of field trips. I'm getting excited next week is our fifth graders every year we take them on their first college tour, so we'll be going to UW-Madison. Um, when they're older, they go to a different college in eighth grade. Um, but my biggest news that is hindering me is that so I've shared in previous episodes that my stress relief is running, and I trained for my first half marathon, which was awesome, great experience to connect with other educators like um, Jay Posick was there, Luke Stordahl, Sarah Johnson, Sarah Jessica Cabine. We had a great time. I made my goal of running it under two hours, uh, and then came back and ran a couple of other times after that first relief. However, the accumulation of all of that that I did uh, resulted in a stress fracture and not not a bone that I can just put a boot on. I actually have a pelvic stress fracture. So I now walk around my building like a 95 year old lady. And um, I have been bringing my laptop with me because once I get to someplace, I just stay there for quite a while until I get the energy to move back to somewhere else in the building. And I can barely even make it through research duty. So that is how my year is ending, which was not to be expected. And I have no outlet for my stress relief anymore because I can't run. So that's where I'm at right now. That is probably one of the most difficult
4: parts of running is when you get injured, you are done running um, at least for a little while. So it's I, I totally get it You know that I get it And a lot of the people Who are listening Know that too Um I'm currently on a hiatus Because I tore Um Some meniscus in my knee From a fall A little bit ago I broke my elbow And tore Um Tore some meniscus And uh my doctor gave me a steroid or a cortisone shot and said that I could go ahead and start running again, but I just haven't been able to. It's really painful. And he told me it would be, so he wasn't lying. <laughs> um, we are fortunate that we don't have any staff moving, I don't have any staff leaving that I know of at this point and I don't have any staffing changes, so that's really good. But I'm glad that you said what you did about staffing, you know, moving because that's a it is a really tough decision and, and you know, we have to take into account too. Knowing, you know, who would be best to move up with their students or down, you know, either way. But you know, we know that you spend a, you know, teachers spend a ton of money on their classrooms, and it's it's a big it's a big change, lesson planning and and new new um, projects and it it's a whole new new groups if you're in a building that has more than one grade level per or more than one class per grade level, you know? Now you're in new groups, you've got a whole new synergy that you've gotta figure out with your new partners, and it's tough, so I don't envy anyone who's making those decisions, and I know that there are a lot of people who are at this point. We have, uh, today was our second principal and secretary of the day from our auction, and so that was a big party. The great. Those are always really fun days. They're exhausting, but they're really fun. And we've got. We are out June third is our last year of school. We have day on the third, but between now and then, we have um, eighth grade graduation, pre K picnic. We have eighth grade and the pre K's last day. We have kids rule the school, which is a contest that's happening next week. Or the the winners of a contest. That's happening next week, and we have we did our walkathon last week. We have an all-school field trip to the zoo today or yesterday. Our fifth and sixth graders went to Cedar Point for Math and Physics Day, and they were off today. We've got um, class parties that were purchased at the auction. It's a, it's ridiculous these last couple of weeks, and in fact, I was talking to my secretary today because we have tried really hard in the past. Um, to keep all of these parties out of the last couple weeks of May, but it never you know it, it never fails that something will get dropped in or something we forgot about or whatever. And so last year we said, you know no more. It, we have to be done by the last the last three weeks we have to be finished. And then our auction ended up being super late and so we so now we have all these parties and it's, it's really stressful. I'm, I'm starting to stress out with everything. They were doing. Luckily, our annual report had to be done May twelfth. So that's finished, thank God. But there's just so much to do these last couple of weeks. And by the way, we've been struggling to find some time to do these podcasts, which most of you, you know, as you heard just say at the beginning, so we're doing these by box, And this is actually working out really well because I am stuck in um, the traffic jam from hell. <laughs> I would have closed a major freeway in Detroit and all the other ones are down a lane or out of construction. So the 55-minute drive that I normally have to drop my kids off with their dad on Friday nights, has turned to do a two-and-a-half-hour round trip. So
2: I'm just hanging. i going to find a way to get home. So, when this podcast finally gets put together and people get to listen to it, they're going to miss out on the text messages we've put back into this box. Um, Like, Spike just put in the box, are we we doing this? Because it has now been... I don't know how many days since we started boxing this and we must have all gotten busy and distracted and completely forgot that we were trying to make a podcast. So I'm just popping in to randomly say that, um, that again, it's just another point that we are just trying to survive the year. There are so many things that happen and this is the time when kids just start acting crazy. And part of it is You know, when we change the schedule in schools, whether it's in the classrooms or with special events or whatever, it makes it more crazy for them. But for some of our kids, um, you know, depending on your population, for some of our kids, this can be a bit of a scary time of the year because of the transitions that are going to be happening. They might know that they're going to be at home, um, which for some kids isn't always a safe place. They're not getting free meals. Um you know, the transition of moving to new teachers. And whereas they might not be able to verbalize, like that's what they're nervous about. That's where some of their behaviors can come through. So it can be crazy. And you know what? I will share just a cute little story. My little six-year-old, super, super sweet. He was hearing um, my husband and my 10-year-old, Like to banter back and forth every day to just egg me on of how how much anxiety I get at this time of the year. Every day I come home, they're like, "Oh, there's eight more days. Oh, there's seven more days. Oh, that's not much time to get stuff done if you have work to do." And finally, at one point, my cute little six-year-old said, "Mom." Why are you worried? You're not changing your job. I go. Well, what do you mean, honey? He said I have to change my teacher. And this is a sweet little boy who I think he's got a pretty good support system at home. Um, but he finally let out that he's sad that he's going to have to have a different teacher because he's had a great year and loves his teacher. And unfortunately, he's not acting it out and showing it in other ways. But just to keep in mind that when our you know if kids are acting out and doing things at this time of the year. It's because they've loved us so much and they've, they've needed us. So just something to keep in mind. And I don't know if this will be the end of the podcast, uh, but if it's not, I'll just say Principal PLN And you know what? Now that I think of that, that doesn't even make sense that I said if it's not, I'm saying Principal PLN out. If it is... And you know what? I just hope you're surviving. I hope you can let out a complete thought in a sentence that makes sense using the correct words. Uh, Because at this point in time, I'm even having word finding skills. I'm tired. I've drank a ton of coffee. It's not working. Just so much going on.
3: Jess, I think you bring up a good point about the transitions and how not everybody's looking forward to the summer vacation. Um, yeah, we don't like to do, you know, countdowns and things like that. We obviously know that there's a lot of kids who have a lot of anxiety about the summer. Um, and, and you're right, I think that's exactly what's going on. And I think as administrators and teachers, we just have to keep going, uh, keep our expectations high. Um, with that said, one of the things that I was wondering uh, if you two are doing, or as you look um, to your PLN uh, about you know, how you wrap things up, like right now we're, you know, we're spending a lot of our time also planning for next year because the teachers leave in a couple of weeks, and um, but I also wanted to ask you if you do a survey um, evaluation uh, if you have the the teachers do one on you um i did one a couple years ago uh it was good uh it wasn't great uh some of the feedback that i got you know um but since i'm in a new organization and i was thinking about thinking about this um i really like that you know sort of that 360 you know feedback so just was curious if you're going to be doing any um allowing the teachers to do an evaluation on you or the students or the parents uh, or what are some things that you've heard about uh, from your PLN on how that how that plays out?
2: Oh, that's a great question, Spike. So I've always given my staff a survey to do on me um, and... S- in my early years they were brutal to read um, but now I'm getting good at being able to read them because I know what they're going to say my weakness always is communication um, and no matter how many things I do to try to be proactive with communication and have better communication um, I think the biggest problem is, is that there's so many people to communicate so um, like if you share information with certain staff members that it affects them first um, and then you share it with everybody the people who don't get that information are affected offended that they didn't know about it first, so um, people have the perception that communication isn't good, Um, and and I'm not making excuses for myself, but like right now, um, as I am um, having my summative evaluations with teachers, I've also asked them to come to me prepared to answer the question, what can I do differently to make, you know, your job easier, and so far, I swear, it's like they all had a meeting to say, what are we going to tell her? Um, They're all saying. Better communication, and I say, can you be more specific about what communication? Yes, just a heads up on when things are happening. And if any of you follow my Friday Focus blog post blog, um, every single week that post has upcoming events. Um, (laughs) So it's kind of funny. Um, And there's a Google Calendar that has all of the events on there that all staff can see. So um, it's a little funny to me that that's what I need to improve on. And, you know, whatever. But, you know, this year our district did invest in, I think it's called School Perceptions. And they, I think it is that 360 view or whatever of getting survey feedback from staff, from parents, and then from students. However, we only did fourth through twelfth grade. So... That's great, Jess. And
3: I, you know, I always say i modeled myself after you and Kurt and Eric Scheninger, you know, when I first started with all this, because I always knew that, you know, communication was a big issue. And, you know, with social media, blogging, all that kind of stuff, it really makes things a lot easier. So I'm curious when I do that um, for my staff to see what the results will be, considering that I've only been at this new place for, you know, three months. The feedback that I do get is that communication has been uh, improved. And I'm hoping that next year we will have, uh, we'll be going to more of a Google platform, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Google Calendar, um, calendar invites, things like that. Uh, just so people know what's going on. But um, yeah, so I've just implored some of the, the strategies that I've used the last couple of years, you know, at, at my new school and uh, the results have been Rather positive, but that will definitely be an area that I'd like to include uh, when I'm trying to get feedback at the end of the year. I don't know if you could send me just your uh, reflection piece that you do with the staff. That could be interesting. Um, so anyway, as we're you know as we plan for the end of the year, you know we always have to be thinking about next year, and this is really good because you know the feedback will eventually sort of help us out as we reflect over the summer and make, make some of those changes. So I hope everyone's having a great Memorial Day weekend. This is really fun to continue to do this podcast through voxing, and it's not in sequential time, and I'm really excited to, to hear what it sounds like and to get the feedback from anyone who listens to Principal PLN if this is an interesting or format that we should uh, continue to investigate.
2: Yeah, so first of all, I wonder how it's going to sound when the podcast is put together, because, you know, I'm going to assume that as you listen to it, it's really going to sound like we're having a conversation, even though it's taken us a week and a half to have this conversation. Um, So that'll be interesting. Hopefully we get it out Uh, really soon. Um, And then, yes, Spike, you know what I will actually do is we can include in the show notes um, a link to one of my previous year's surveys. Um, I will say that it is a survey that um, is kind of copyrighted, I think. It's from the Strong model, which we use for our evaluation system. And then I added some questions of my own um, in it because I didn't just like the, you know, pick meet succeeds or whatever I added some fill in the blank business as well um and then I also I think there is one year that I actually in my staff memo blog where I reflected on my survey feedback from my staff and I just laid it all out there for them to be able to see what the feedback was from everybody so I will see if I can find that it's been quite a few years since I've done that but I can include that in the show notes as well
4: So I found um, I did a survey last year at the end of the year, and communication just always seems to be an issue. And I'm telling you what I I don't even know how many more ways I could communicate because we do you know we do Monday memos, we do uh, something on a Friday at the end of the week just to cover you know bases and give them a, a heads up. I, we've got um, a school speak platform, which is like PowerSchool type deal. Um, but I truly feel like, and, and I print everything out and put it in their mailboxes. So there's really no excuse, um, either way. But I, I do feel like, you know, just like you're saying is, you know, I didn't know about it, but it was in there, you know, we made sure that you would know about it. So that's something that I'm struggling with is, you know, how many, and I know that this is a conversation that not only do we have with, with communicating with our teachers, but with our parents, what, what other way could I possibly, send this information that they will receive it. Spike, I've heard you talk a couple years now about the Google Calendar. I feel like you were using it maybe at your old school, but I, I I swear every year I'm going to set it up and I don't. And this year has to be the year because I think that that is we have Google Apps for Education, so you know we've got that platform already set up. But I think that Google Apps is such, or the calendar rather, is such an easy way to keep everybody on the same page as long as they're checking it. But that might be the key to you know events not falling through the cracks and putting things in notes and and. You know, stuff like that. So that's a really great idea and I, I have got to set it up before before next year. So yeah, hopefully you've all gotten some really great ideas and you know, kinda know what we're trying what we're battling through at the end of the year here and hopefully some of these things are, are things that you're struggling with too and you can share some ideas with us because there are clearly some things that we're also You know trying to figure out so if you have anything to share please please do and uh let us know what you think about this podcast format if it's something that um you really liked or you really didn't (laughs) but uh we can't wait to hear from you so thank you for taking the time and have a great end of the school year if you haven't hit it already
1: thanks for sharing in the learning with us today Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com.
0: There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, Check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com/b to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com/be. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students?